I'm more of a charger myself. Hey, it's Cash T Podcast. You're the true lady. And I'm joined by Spade Ace. We got Mon in the building, aka Boog. What up? And we got Chico from Chico Dose of Reality. All in the building tonight. Oh, you with the fellas today. Right. Oh. You, you out number tonight. You know, I, I, I'm going to hold my own. You going to hold your own? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I just came in for the. I'm saying the partnership. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just here, you know. Move my little feet. Work my little ass. Right. <laughs> Hoodlums in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Hoodlums in the building. Oh, my goodness. So how have y'all been? We we didn't come last week because, you know, it was Thanksgiving. and but So how have y'all been these past two weeks? Cold. <laughs> I have to agree with uh, Chico. I mean, the very first day of December, it felt like the entire mm-hmm. state of Louisiana just dropped down. Hey, to like, you know what? Warm. Let's get cold. Let's get cool, cold, and fast. Mm-hmm. Let's get low. Let's get fast. That's what it felt. That's <laughs> what it felt like. I wasn't I'm, ready I'm for that. I'm waiting on the blizzard. If it snow again, I'll be I'll be Man. pretty happy. It hasn't snowed since 2017. I'll be pretty happy with that. Don't bring, don't wish that up. We ain't got time for this. It's 2020, bro. What, what, what do you expect? Y'all want the kids out of school. They already out of school. They They already already out of school again. I'm just saying. They they already out of school. They already home. You know some fucked up shit happened to me for Thanksgiving. You know, I wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's right. In Alexandria, per se. I'm supposed to be amongst the land of living. Right. I wasn't supposed to be in Alexandria, per se. Know, but, you know, I'm here. Had a few scares, you know, but everything worked out well. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chantrell, thank you for tuning in. I'm just glad you're here and glad everything is okay. It could, it could be, uh, right. could have go left. But make sure you guys are hey, in and share and share and share. Make sure you get your people in. Uh, you know, it's been a little interesting week for me. Interesting. Interesting? <laughs> interesting two weeks. Right, right. You know, and I'm just moving and grooving with it. That's good, though. I mean, as long as I'm saying we're here, mm-hmm. I guess that's the best part about it. I mean, that's we're really here to tell the tale. Right. A lot of people wasn't here. Who? A lot of people can't say they're here. Um, that's, that's true. Damn so true. Now, that's big facts. But, uh, yeah, um, we really didn't do anything for the holidays on my end Uh we did social distancing for real, for real. But did we y'all social distance? I think I, I saw y'all. I mean, but we we social distance to the point of we didn't have a lot of people in groups. We were mm-hmm. away from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you think about it now. We really have to say that we are pre, pre and post COVID. We have to mm-hmm. put it in our memoirs and put it in our books and our journals and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, look, we survived this. You keep a journal? No, I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, shit. I mean, I thought that was really dope. Because nah. you still keep yours, huh? The internet is my journal. <laughs> I don't I don't you know, know if I want to go that far and say the internet can be a journal. Because do you know how many people can get access to the internet? Fox let alone 
let alone do everything and post everything. I'm, I'm not that type of person. Follow my tweets. I am definitely not that type of person. <laughs> but also, like, also, um, when it comes to, like, me writing my thoughts out, I do keep notes on my phone in my notes app. I, I got a lot of video of me talking to the camera about stuff. I think like, that's the healthiest way for me to get stuff out. Stuff yeah, to, to cope me. with stuff. I think everybody uses their social media account for that. Mm-hmm. Either to consume or produce. Or, or to uh, project. Project, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the word. That's the Man, word. it's been a lot of personal projections. Yeah, it's just... Oh, oh, oh. A read? lot Ooh. of personal Ooh. projection. I don't, like, I don't know. I'm people always interject themselves in a moment, and we're going to definitely get into that. But every week, I try to do a um, CTC Jeopardy, where we started off. We start the show off with some Jeopardy moments. You will do that while we drink. Um. Hey. <laughs> I don't think I'm sober enough for this. <laughs> so I usually I usually do about probably like three or four questions. Okay. So are y'all ready for this week's CTT Jeopardy? Uh oh, I'm back with Eve. Oh, let's get it. Yeah, All right, so here we go. No. One day. Yeah, yeah, you get a shot. For losing, if you don't get it right. Sheesh. Relationship advice for three hundred. It's on the board, Steve. It's on. It's on the board. I repeat my nigga Alex Trebek, man. Right. That's my first tutor. For real, for real. Damn, real talk, though. <laughs> I really used to get mad when my grandma, my mama changed the channel off of Jeopardy. <laughs> so this show showcased the talents of two brothers who were already well-known for their sketch comedy show in Living Color, along with the comedic talents of John Witherspoon that was aired from 1990 to 1994. Can we give answers? Or are we just splurting it out? Or we raise our hand? Yeah, we ain't got oh. no buzzer, so we we like who who you gonna pick first? Can I can I throw the water bottle? Like, yeah, I know the answer. Hit the hit the table. Okay, okay. So who wanna hit it first? <laughs> y'all all raised your hand at the same time, I mean, so yeah, we all yeah. know the answers. Of Wayne what is brothers. It? Wayne's brothers. It's Jeopardy though. Who is the Wayne brothers? All right, all so right. what the prices is? So we on them for hundred? That was negative two hundred. How you get two hundred? I see. Hey man, that you was the... wrong. It don't matter. They take the money from you. All right, so this black sitcoms for four hundred. Right, right. Premiering in two thousand six on the CW, this show is a spinoff of Girlfriends, featuring a group of women who all have relationships with professional football players. This show was picked up by BET in two thousand and nine. What is the game? Yes. I just watched all the Girlfriends. I see. I see. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we like. Mm-hmm. Mm. The professional football players. I mean, yeah. Right, I should be able to win. Who don't know Malik, bro? Like, seriously. Like, who don't know Malik? 400 on the board. All right, so this. Take All right, so this is black movie quotes for 300. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. I love Hoppo. God knows I do. But I. Color purple. <laughs> this is Jeopardy, though. What is color purple? Ah, 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 you messed it up. Ah, oh. Oh. What is color purple? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Okay, bet. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, okay. Matter of fact, I pull up. Ooh, ooh. Up here right now. Yeah, yeah. I got 200, so boom. 
All right, so this is. All right, so this is Black History slash People for four hundred. Black History slash People for four hundred. All right, who was the first African American to have his likeness portrayed on a U.S. postage stamp? Ooh. <laughs> who was Frederick Douglass? No. That's four hundred away. No, no, no. That's three hundred. That's three hundred. No, it's four hundred question. I got three hundred still left. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm not answering. <laughs> 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 Y'all don't get this one? Nope. Dang, Chico, I thought you would have knew this. Damn, Who is Booker T. Washington? Oh. <laughs> you was the most photographed nigga back then. That's why I said that. <laughs> Photogenic, if anything, because he takes some pretty good pictures. All right, so this is this is soul food for mm. 500 Oh, hell. I don't get this shit. A, t- <laughs> a type of food that you add turkey tails or ham hocks. Turkey tails and ham hocks. Uh, what is greens? That's correct. Boom, let's go though. <laughs> Me either. I'm just saying. I just looked at a pot of greens on yeah, shade room. That shit was disgusting. Won't, I don't want to eat them greens and tish. Is it? All right, so this is the last one. This um, this is black music for four hundred. This R and B legend was killed by his father over a dispute about money. Who's Al Green? No. Boom. Who is Marvin Gaye? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so who got to take shots? Chico. I'm taking mine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How much that was? 300? Damn, I'd have, I'd have broke flat. You broke flat because you was up too. You was up, bro. Mom for the win. Underdog, don't never count me out. I'll be working my little feet. <laughs> Show me my little ass. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of working feet, somebody ain't worked their feet this weekend. Man. What? Did y'all watch the fight? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that was a smooth little job. Oh, he was right working now. his feet. No, uh, he was working his <laughs> ass, though. <laughs> he was working them hip yeah. like, bobbing, weaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think he moved this part of his body. Mm-hmm. The lower part, his top of his part, was just not responding at all. Oh, yeah. It's hard to block punches with your face. I mean, so before we get into actual Nate himself, like overall, what were y'all thoughts about you know both fights? You know Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, and then they get in the ring. Jack, well, Jack Paul, Jake Paul, and Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. What were y'all overall thoughts? I think that was the best fight was the damn Nate Robinson. It was more entertaining. It was more entertaining because mm-hmm. Mike and wasn't that long either. It wasn't that long, but. It was more entertaining. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Was mm-hmm. it supposed to go eight rounds? It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't think that it was gonna go to full eight rounds, though. I thought like something major would have happened in round five or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not in round two. Nah, I was gonna. I think he was gonna like. I'm gonna let him dance a little bit. Then I was gonna boom. I mean, it's one of the best fights I ever seen for free. Mm. Right, it's true. True. Facts. Up, Facts. Right. Facts. You know, uh, we we ain't paid to watch. I really was kind of interested because I, I honestly thought that I think it's Logan Paul I was thinking about who had two fights. Yeah, that was his brother, huh? His, yeah, Jake Paul is his brother. Mm-hmm. That's the younger one. He had a fight with Nate, which is kind of surprising to me, but still, no, it was, it was still entertaining. But when I found out that Nate got knocked out, I was like, how bad was the knockout? And then all you had to go to is. Yeah. 
IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. It's tough, tough. It was Snoop for me. Yeah, when I heard Snoop. I the Martin part. Under the ropes. Yeah. Snoop, bro. <laughs> I said stick with basketball. Yes, that's what was going through his mind. Why am I out? Sleep. Knocked him. I'm making Peter on 13%. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was that view for me. Oh. It's a homicide. Oh, Did y'all see the pictures and everything they had of, of oh Nate laying down in aluminum, yes. hey, aluminum pot? Oh my God, bro. That was that took the cake for me. It, it, that took the cake for me. When I seen that boy laying in that pan. Why they put him in the pan? They put him in a pan, aluminum pan, and they had him just sitting there laid out. I just, I couldn't stop laughing, dude. I, it was just bad for me. I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad, but when I heard Snoop was also singing the Negro hymns. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. He need to be at every fighting event. I don't care if it's Fred. chess. <laughs> but when mm-hmm. we was watching it, did y'all laugh? Every like, event, fighting and everything. Oh yeah, they can't. <laughs> right when we was watching it, yes. Bro, it'd be the edits for me. They come out so quickly, man. Oh, the internet undefeated, bro. On top of it. They had knocked the Sonic rings out of fucking Nate. <laughs> bro, <Bruh>, that was... <laughs> <laughs> they had the symbol. Like, Nate, wake up. Wake up, Nate. Like, bro, like, y'all... Wake, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, son. <laughs> the with, with the Martin Lawrence when he fought Tommy Hearns. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, it was Oh, dude. Man, what was so crazy, though, I saw a tweet. It was like, you ever seen something that you thought was racist, but it wasn't? This was it. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, what's good, Bernard? What's good? But, oh, boy, uh, he was wilding. Mm-hmm. After the fight, did y'all see his photo shoot? Oh, my gosh, yes. Jake oh. Paul? Yeah. He, With, he, he had Nate Jersey on. He had on. Nate Jersey on and his shoes. Pose. Oh. See, now we got to fight again. <laughs> this time ain't no ref. Swell. Ain't no gloves either. Swell. Ain't no gloves, huh? Pose it on Instagram. Swear. That is definitely uh, how I felt about it. Like, wait, wait a minute. We don't wait. fight every time we see each other. Dude, you just every, won two fights. Every time. Calm down. I'm not a professional boxer, man. What I am for is from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Look, then he posed with it. And then what killed me was they started the whole Nate Robinson. It was a nice picture. <laughs> they started the whole Nate Robinson challenge. People were laid out on the ground. Then then the uh, the baby was in the studio with with Jake Paul and they did they both did the Robinson challenge. Nate Robinson challenge. Ooh, I didn't see that one. The baby. What baby? The baby. The baby, the rapper. Oh. Yes. Right here. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up all the way. Yeah, bro, that's wild. And they was both laid out on the ground in the studio. Both of them. It was too much. It was entirely too much, y'all. 
you do realize that. <laughs> no, Jake Paul taller than. No, I'm talking about the baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 he. <laughs> you could feel the end for my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was too much. Y'all cannot. I was like really laughing the entire time. So by the time the real fight came on, people were still invested in Nate Robinson. It yeah, wasn't. You really could have cut everything off, man. We we was really satisfied. Right, right. That was you gave them money, and everybody would been straight. I ain't gonna lie, uh, Roy Jones Jr. He was uh he was out of breath after that uh, after the fight. He was like, "Ooh, do it again, uh, I gotta talk with my family, <laughs> <laughs> make life choices." <laughs> Man, sick. Yeah, whatever they said, I'm with it. I'm with it. But them punches hurt. <laughs> hey, son. hey, you can pay me enough. You cannot pay me enough to sit there but and did you run. Hear Mike Tyson. As he said that, he like, but but you took it, you took it. I respect you for that. I respect you for that. Bro, Mike Tyson said he was high the whole time. Wouldn't he you what? be? He, he said he was high right before, right before the fight. He was high. It's an exhibition, bro. I ain't gotta yeah. talk to nobody. <laughs> no wonder it was a boring ass fight. That's why it was slow. Oh my god, no! He was Come high. on, bro. I'm not taking anything. I'm glad he smoked. I'm really glad he smoked because if he Mike would have snapped. He would. He probably would have knocked knocked he, dude out though. Forget them refs. Forget them, them judges who's supposed to be on the side. Mm-hmm. Somebody got hurt. Yeah. He'd have yeah. real live hurt somebody. And if all that said and done, I'm glad he smoked because I and truly Tyson crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Tyson crazy. I love. I like, love him as a boxer. I love. I love his personality. I love Mike Tyson. I love boxing. You can't pay me enough Bro, to get Tyson, in the ring with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson said he I'm smoked, not doing it. He said he smoked no. the whole train. No. Not, not one of them? No. Whatever you think about it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm not I'm doing it. I'm running, bro. That's what I'm Roy running. did all night. No, Roy got some, no, Roy Roy got some good some shots money. in. He got some good shots he in. He got some shots in. But, but them Mike punches was hurt. Swinging. Michael, yeah. boom, boom, boom uh, to the rib cage. I'm running cross country once I get in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your boxing shoes at? I didn't do right that. here. <laughs> Where your gloves at? Right here. <laughs> I didn't work the speed bag, the heavy bag, nothing but cardio. Cardio. <laughs> Endurance. <laughs> Endurance and cardio. I <laughs> Look, you're not going to pay me enough because, for one, if you get hit by Mike Tyson, soft or hard, for the average man, it's gonna feel like you got hit in the face with a brick. Yeah, For an experienced boxer, it's gonna be painful, but you can endure it. Mm-hmm. I'm an average man. I'm not taking them punches lightly. As soon as you hit man, me one time, I'm <laughs> I'm dropping these gloves. <laughs> I'm taking off my shoes. I'm damn near walking to the dressing room bare assed. To get out that ring for Mike Tyson. I'm not doing it, bro. What if a bank sponsors A bank can sponsor me all they want to. They're going to be money lost. And and say, you want, you want to win. You can have all the money, whatever money you want. Mm-hmm. This for the rest of your life. Of America. For the rest of your life. <laughs> didn't, didn't they get bailed out? <laughs> didn't they get the bailed out? Nobody want no bank. They broke anyway. Money. Hey, man, look. Uh, they still, they still get money from slavery. You ain't going to get a ring with them? <laughs> I'm, I'm running. Man, there ain't going to be no fight. Shoot, Nate Robinson got paid six hundred thousand dollars for what what, what just happened to him. I mean, that, that can soak in a couple tears. Yeah, not for me to go against see, Tyson. See the end, the end that the ain't gonna let him live it. The way he lost, that ain't enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't enough. Six hundred thousand to get knocked out like that. The way he got knocked out. You do know the I end that don't forget. Two. 
one and a half. Exactly. So, no, I'm not paying more more than that. Bro, I am never. I can't go nowhere without this play. <laughs> I can't go nowhere. Everybody gonna bring it's it gonna up. It's gonna be a little child Bro, sitting in a, in a coffee shop with this. Anybody. His children can't go to school no more. And y'all, what was the cold part? He tweeted that he was doing this fight for M- the NBA players and for his family and children. And then it he let just... them all down. <laughs> <laughs> Every last motherfucking one. Bro, then like all the M- and NBA players like, nah, this ain't what we represent. Mm-mm. I was like, damn, y'all. Y'all ain't gonna hold him down. If I ain't no nail tweet, I could've did better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't, but he should've had. Ryan Artis. I mean, some, I get somebody who gonna fight. Like, like some, like some real shit. I'd have gave him a purity fighter. Give him a metal warrior piece or Ron mm-hmm. Artest. Give him somebody who's gonna throw a punch and make sure he connect. Give him somebody who's gonna get physical. Not, not only like with the the physical aspect of it, but mm-hmm. get somebody who's gonna have an attitude with it. If you've seen Nate Robinson throughout his career as a basketball player, you knew Nate Robinson wasn't that kind of person. You right. knew he didn't have the aggression. He had, he's aggressive. He mm-hmm. wasn't aggressive to, to the point of, hey, I take you, I choke you, this and another. Give mm-hmm. him somebody like Make sure we sound good. Uh, a Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. That way, the fight can be in the NBA's aspect of uh, a brawler, legitimate. I mean, if you're going to have anybody to represent you in the NBA as far as fighting goes. Who are we choosing? What? what? I mean, we talking old school or new school? What's the old school dude that got kicked out of the Knicks stadium? Uh, uh, Oakley? Yeah. Of course. I mean, but... Oakley or Robin? Robin all day. <laughs> Oakley or Robin? My, my day. Sit down. Get o- down. Oakley or Robin? I'm taking Robin. think Robin got hands, bro? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, wrestle down Shaq, bro. When you dress, you got to be able to know how to fight. Exactly. <laughs> hey, son. Nigga, wrestle down Shaq. dress, when you act and everything. Hey, if you take down Shaq, I don't care what happens. You either picked him up or you took him down. Only a few men in the NBA have done that. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm taking Rodman all day. Mm. Charles Barkley? Mm-mm. Young Charles. Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. I ain't rocking with Charles anyway. Shaq just missed him. Yeah, that's true. I seen this one. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true. <sighs> all right. What I... about, uh, what's that nigga name? That piece of Kobe, man. Christy? Oh, Chris Charles. Yeah, they. It's Chris Child. Who Chris Child. was the? Who was Swing the? Like is it Demond Green that was blowing in people's ear while it was uh? No, it's Lance no, Stevenson. Lance okay, Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. <laughs> nah, he 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 got knocked out like like Nick did. <laughs> he got knocked out. He got knocked out. He was still still blowing. Harden would have got knocked out too. Harden too. Who, who would have been over for Harden? He the old lady shot him. All right, so I I wanted to kind of start off lighthearted because uh something serious has happened here in our own community in our own backyard. So Cody what's the how you pronounce that last name? Kowatz. Kowatz. He um shot a black man in his back, shot him down, gunned him down. It was like down third, I believe. I'm trying to look to get the man's name, the victim that was he actually lived out there, or he, he was working down there. That's a great question. What I don't see. I've been down there. Did y'all see his name in here? Uh-uh. It was in here though. Oh, oh. uh, Raynell Hicks. So he guns him down. He has yet been. He was arrested. Once arrested, placed in jail. He bonded out. Tuesday. Right, like two days later. 
Yeah, uh-huh. right after. No cash. No cash or property bond. That's and nice. this is what's going on in our community. So is he complete insanity? I mean, this is off the one day and, and a young so, dude just just pops off and kills a black man and and that's it. That's it. I don't, no I don't like that. It. I don't know. I don't know the reason for the altercation. I don't know the the full details. And it also happened around three thirty p.m. or a.m. Mm-hmm. Midday in the broad daylight, around three thirty p.m. Right down the street from a major hospital, and this is barely being talked about. So what I went and did, I went and Googled, I Googled this man's name mm-hmm. to see were there any news articles. And the only news articles that came up, nothing about the outcome, just about him being arrested. arrested and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it was like more details pending. But this, this is more details to me. Nay said he works at the store next to the auto shop we, we go to. He, he back at work? Are you kidding? If he's back at work, he's about to die. No, he won't. No, ain't nobody, nobody's going to touch him. Niggas don't ride for what they're supposed to. So this is this is my thing. You know, I, we, we have been seeing Black Lives Matter for national stuff. But what about what's going on in our own community? You know what I'm saying? Right. What are we gonna do about that? Like, and I'm, and as I again, I've said this so many times because we talked, we've talked about several different of these incidents mm-hmm. so many times. I'm really tired of having the conversation because it's like, what is the solution? How can this man bond out on a murder? Murder? This man, he, he ain't injured. Cause, yeah, right. this man wasn't injured. He didn't survive this. And then you bond out, no money, no nothing, just straight property. Oh, I'm out. I'm back till I got to go to court. You better not be back at work, though. That's, that's crazy. No, she said no. He, I hope not. <laughs> oh, okay. That's crazy. No, because that's where it, where it was when it happened. I don't understand why you're trying to sweep this under the rug. Yeah. Okay? Sweeping it under the rug is what is what's going to call it. Cause an uprise. Right. The fact. Handle it publicly like you do everything else yep. in the black community or when somebody black exactly. commits a crime, you handle it the same goddamn way. They be acting like black people want special treatment. We really don't. We just want we equal just treatment. Equal treatment and we want people to be held accountable. Right. Accountability. The same way you treat us, treat everybody mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Right. I, mean, I totally agree on I that. I think people don't truly understand that until it actually comes down to a black man or a black woman getting in your face and telling you I want the same treatment. And then they act so surprised when he's like, oh, you're not getting the same treatment? Bro, I am a veteran, okay? Mm-hmm. A disabled veteran. I can have 100% disability. If I do this and say I flashed out from something in the military, I am still going to jail. Right. They are not letting me bail out. That does not matter. For this 21-year-old kid, who he that knew? matters. No. Who is he? It's not that who he knew. It's who his people knew. That's what I'm saying. I mean, how old is he? 21. Hot 21. Um, this, this, this is when they play that, oh, he's young, he made a mistake, he has his whole life ahead of him. No, no, making a mistake is burning your hand on the damn yeah, pot. Y'all chose yeah. 17, 16-year-olds. He's going to claim insanity. Y'all chose 17 to 16-year-olds that do this as men. He's going to go to Pinecrest. 
Bruh. That's crazy, bro. And so the day that this was posted, this was the November 29th, uh, Rainil Hicks at that time, which I still don't know now, um, he still was not buried. The parent, the family still has no closure on this issue. You know, like we don't know where the body is and everything. No, no, no. They have the the body is still oh. being the morgue. I guess for investigation, but there's still no closure for the family knowing this is the person. So we're saying that a random man, I don't know where it could have been anybody walking down the street. This young man comes out and shoots him in the back there's for no, no apparent reason. He was stealing. Supposedly, he was stealing. supposedly stealing. Wait a minute. So we give people on supposed now, right? Allegedly? Allegedly? Allegedly. So what are the cops for? Why do we have police officers? We need to call 911. That was his reasoning to kill a black person. So this is in this excuse. This is this is in this in this uh that's your job. What do you do for a living, sir? You're not a police officer. He works at the convenience store, correct? You work at a convenience store. So you you chef bottles, right? You chef Coke bottles and he might he might have tried to be a cop. Tried to be in the military. He got denied because of mental issues. Oh, my God. I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's going to claim insanity if he has a record of behavior issues or mental health issues. Right, okay, this, this is my thing. This is also my thing. The same loopholes he going to get, why can't we get? You're not going to get it. That's that. The same constitution that was built for him wasn't built for us. Right. Right. Flat out, plain and simple. The same things that we all based our lives on living in this area, this place, this mm-hmm. America, this democracy, or lack thereof, mm-hmm. was not built for the people of our skin and skin color. You gotta realize when it first came out, it was saying two thirds of a uh, of a black man. Right, it, we wouldn't even consider whole. We, we wouldn't even consider whole. We wouldn't even equal. Hey man, don't kill nobody I love. Don't ask me to talk in front of the, don't don't ask me to tell nobody to come burn this bitch down. <laughs> we yeah, we've all had that conversation. Yeah, like, we, we we didn't all had that conversation. I don't I don't need y'all to seen Lion King too, right? <laughs> when the motherfucking fire wiped out all that shit and he moved back to mansion, there was something to grow new. All right, burn this bitch down. <laughs> Bro, burn I I, I, I always say I don't need a, a big big squad. I don't need a gang of people. Mm-hmm. I just need me to offer three. I will burn mm-hmm. that example to the ground. Burn this bitch down. I I I take everything that y'all so called love and cherish for mm-hmm. for me and mine. You gonna need more. And it's just like this happens at an awkward time. It's like the climate it's of the culture. Like, right, three at three it's o'clock fine. in the afternoon. The kids getting out of school, man. They get out of school. Well, no, it was a Saturday or huh? Friday. Sat- oh, Saturday. Hmm. Still, I want. I want to know the more. last stop. That's right there. When you coming from Pineville to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. It was the last stop? Yes. Is it the last stop too? I wanna know I wanna know more. It it's gotta be more to the story because if ain't not Ain't no more. Ain't if no this more is why me. we getting you it, gonna it, get what you're gonna to get. To be honest, it ain't I don't need to know more because I'm seeing the play. I'm seeing your hands. And then this ain't even this That's how y'all moving. This yeah. ain't even been publicized, broadcasted. And they tag K A L B. I saw that. They tag K L X. Yeah, I saw it. They tag everybody. So why can't they? Why can't they really be the news and report on this stuff? Because mm-hmm. I googled this man's name. I went and looked it up. I'm like, let me see. Let me make sure that is this part hasn't been disclosed. And help, they sure shit stink. It ain't. The people that. 
Town Talk wrote about, about it. Put it KLAX wrote about it. KLAB, Breaking News. No, they just wrote about the incident in itself. And in a nutshell, the paragraph was so small. Four four lines. No, it's people that pay their bills. Uh, people that pay their, get their, get their checks. They don't want the uh the message or whatever to come out. The news ain't even for us, bro. It ain't. Not, that's what you took the words out of my mouth, bro. The news ain't even for us. It ain't. And see, I y'all just recently started talking about Grambling and Southern. Uh, the, the, anything the two black. HBCUs that's been mm-hmm. in in this state forever. Mm-hmm. Y'all never talked about. Never mm-hmm. until Bayou Class Weekend. But if something bad happens, something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's front news. So when 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 AEX we were doing our Black History program mm-hmm. and we were doing our AEX Black History and I was going to I was just trying to contact as many people that had been in the community because I feel like we need to know our history in order to know where to go. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to like who who were the prominent individuals in our city that were doing things for us to go further. And I was just talking to a lot of people, and I went to the museum downtown, the Louisiana History Museum, mm-hmm. but they talk about Alexandria history as well. And the guy who curates the museum and over it, he was telling me, he was like, we don't have a lot of black history here in the city because they're not, they're, it's not on record. The only real things that they have on record for Alexandria black history, what you can look up, uh, is what the paper did at the time and what the news did at the time. But at that time, a black person was only put in the town talk for committing a crime, uh-huh. for robbing, for this, for that, instead of uplifting. And so I have been saying for years, I want to get in contact with the people who own the Alexandria Weekly. So that was our black publication. And in that time, and it's not printing anymore. I would love for it to come back. And I, mean, I, I believe it's the Coleman family who uh, is over that. One thing I've I've gotten from my short study of history: mm-hmm. history is not written by the righteous; it's written by the winners. Mm. History is written by people who have gotten. A foot. Flag, <laughs> no, because in 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 aspect in aspect of those losers, those uh, parts of history, those people who have said, let's just say, maybe have lost or did lose, mm-hmm. they have a foothold in the uh, the money to get things rewritten or to be put underneath certain things. You can still find it out. You have to dig a little deeper. And they don't want those things to come out in the the black community as in light mm-hmm. because it will show that just how crooked those those people back then thought uh-huh. and how, how dirty they were towards black mm-hmm. people. And it's 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 a it's a shame that we have to really dig and dig and dig and still find the little pieces of evidence that we do find of black greatness yeah. or black good. Black excellence. It's black, so small, minuscule. It, it's it's, it's <laughs> small in comparison mm-hmm. of the world, but still in all, mm-hmm. to us who, if we you want to be honest, we came over here on this ship with only our history in our minds mm-hmm. and not on paper. Mm-hmm. And for those to take it away from us and then give us a, a, a paper history of something that we don't even know, mm-hmm. but we have to adjust to, it's, 
it's a damn shame. I mean, you have to realize that we, as black people, have a history. We just have to find it. And it's hard enough trying to find it and dig through things that we don't know, mm-hmm. let alone have people know about our history and don't tell us. That's the most messed up thing about it. I mean, yeah, we can we can go through with all the slave rebellions. Matter of fact, the, one of the biggest slave rebellions is in Carfax. Mm-hmm, Carfax, right. No, people, a lot of people don't know that. Exactly. That's no, that's Louisiana history. The least yeah. right either. Yeah, that's that's another one. Mm-hmm. There are some. Okay, what's the word that comes up? Archaeologists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That are here researching. I know. And looking for the bodies. They are looking for the mounds the for the least rites. Right. They're Seriously? looking for Seriously. it. Mm-hmm. They, it was evidence shown that they did a little test, whatever, mm-hmm. that showed that, that it was some type of bone fragment that they found. Yeah, it was. So with the Lee Street riot, how that happened, I'm, uh, a black soldier was mm-hmm. um, accused of whistling at a white, white woman. Yeah, I remember that. Outside of a nightclub. Down on, down down on Lee Street. Down on Lee Street, it was It, it was, was popping. popping. It was a strip. It was popping. A black lounge. So, this man was accused of whistling at this white woman. The, mm-hmm. They they already, the white people here at that time already did not want the black soldiers here because they were, I, I want to say free in a sense. You know what I'm they saying? Right. And they didn't want that here because they didn't want the other black people here seeing that you know what I'm saying like whoa this man walking around freely he's doing this freely mm-hmm. that that could impose on the other black people here we need to keep them as docile as uh, keep them as out, much. Of, out of the minds exactly. of the other black people as possible so they already yeah. didn't want the black soldiers here this altercation happened and next thing you know Alexandria's police are firing and shooting black people by the droves downtown on, on Lee Street killing them Burying them in mass graves, but they're not sharing that story. Mm-mm. They're not talking Mm-mm. about that. See, that's the ugly history of Alexandria, Louisiana. You know, and I'm really just paraphrasing and skimming at the moment, but it, it goes deep. I have a, I did an interview with a lady, um, who was young at the time. She was a child at the time, and she recollect what was going on, what happened. And that, are we not, we're not taught that in school. We're not shown that in school. Yeah, we're not showing the, the real reason about Thanksgiving. So why would you think they would say real thing about black history? <laughs> oh, the Indians were real, real calm, real peaceful. Nah. And we had an argument and disagreement, right. maybe, about something. Who knows? And we all came to peace one day with eating yams and a turkey. Right. If, is it, they're gonna and corn. They and corn. 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 And also, if you still in school or you went to school, you, you wouldn't go pick cotton because it took you to a cotton gin. Too. Right. So. So if that's, that's true. So if that's the real reason for this. So what are, what are we truly learning about our history? Nothing. Damn. Unless you take your own initiative. Mm-hmm. And it's still secondhand information from people. It is. Take your own, take your own tri- children on trips to African-American museums. But I do have a question before we get off this subject. I really Mm -hmm. do have a a grand question. I've been wanting to ask, I guess, educated people for a while. Mm -hmm. Are you upset 
Oh, <laughs> oh, you you're smart enough. <laughs> you're smart enough. Trust. <laughs> Are we upset at America for what America has done to black people? Are you upset at what Africa has done to the people that were black and sent to America? I'm both. You, you know the the losers of whatever rebellion, whatever fight they had in Africa, those people were sold. I'm both. We we are business proposition to those people. I'm I'm both because if you have ever worked with an African, they don't like us. Mm, I don't know about that part. They don't like regular black people. That's okay. They don't. They don't. We up with the niggas. Reason why I know because that African told me he don't like us. Mm. Because we are lazy, y'all don't want to do nothing. Which I said, that's why we, <laughs> he went deep. He's like, that, that's why we not upset that they took y'all. Damn. So, hence, hence me saying this. Not not all arrogant haters, but there's a lot of. Hence me mm. saying this. I have yet to see a boat with an African flag. Mm. Decide to come over here and say you treat my people unfairly. We going to pick them up. We coming. We coming to take them back to. Or it's not even. It's not even. Don't don't come pick me up. (laughs) We gonna do anything. We want to live here. Fight for us. Fight with us. If not, it'd be happy because we gonna go back. But see, we can't even get together as a whole and organize together as a whole to fight for ourselves here. I mean, yes, that's true. That's one reason why they don't respect us. (laughs) I mean, hell, they had a fight with apartheid. More upset mm-hmm. America. They had a fight with apartheid with themselves. I'm more upset at America, and I, I probably will be more upset with us in America. Mm. Okay. Because even though we make the best out of any situation, mm-hmm. we always have as a black community. And mm-hmm. why haven't we made the best out of this situation yet? What is stopping us from really demanding what you want in this situation? Mm. You know? The little fine print and, and all the legal papers. We find a way around everything else. That's fact. We find a way around. They give us, Again, the, they give us the bullshit part of the hole. He got a loophole. Why we can't get a loophole? That's what I'm saying. Oh, they're loopholes. You just have to find them. You just got to find them. You got to find what they're document, what page. They're not going to tell you what they are. You got to research it yourself. Yep. And that's, that's messed up. And to the African that said we were lazy, my guy, you're only able to enjoy America as it is now because of the ones you sold here. Mmm. Okay. Like I said, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> they were still fighting on part time. you still stand on our shoulders, regardless if we're lazy, regardless if we're, you know, if you uneducated feel... or anything. Mm-hmm. You're still here because of us. Message! So, I mean, literally, matter of fact, speak on it. You're here because of us, and you're still doing the same jobs that damn near we're still doing too. Right. So you just reaping the benefits. Reaping mm-hmm. the benefits because now more. you're an immigrant, immigrant, and you come over and don't pay taxes for ten years, and you come over and receive money for coming mm-hmm. here. When we came, when we came here, we didn't have a choice. We was in shackles, so therefore we don't. Have, we could be lazy. We ain't on the same you're page. Welcome. We on the same page, bro. We we uh we different. Mm. I'm saying, you broke pipes. I build pipes. We built different. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing, and a lot of people don't understand that. We as people, as a, as a black community, we have to do better. But a lot of things, a lot of that is psychological. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we so much. we. I mean, we don't talk about it as much. It's more of like a taboo in a black community because we. Way too I mean, much taboo. But everybody else does too. 
bruh, it's way too much taboo. It's taboo and to talk about sex. It's taboo to do this. It's taboo to do that. Bruh, let's... Well, I'm, I'm, but I, you I feel you. I feel you. I'm a communicator. <laughs> I if it, feel if, you. If, if, if it bothers me, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to address it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to speak on it. So why is that taboo? Why is this taboo? Why is it? You know what I'm saying? Like It's just like when they say when you walk into it's a building. It's fear. It's more it's Don't more talk so about politics. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about sex. Don't talk about a lot of things. Religion. Religion. And Monopoly. And Monopoly. <laughs> like, seriously. And I've, oh, I've heard that for arguing. years. You're mm-hmm. going to start a flat-out argument mm-hmm. anywhere you go. And I'm so curious of the fact of why has this taboo mm-hmm. been so pushed on the black community? Like, oh, don't don't say that. I mean, yeah, uh, we got it good, but, I mean, we got it bad, but uh, it, it can get worse. How? I mean, only thing worse is death. Mm-hmm. I just think that's fear, though. Fear. Fear. It, but you also have to realize, I mean, it's different from when we were kids. You know what I'm saying? Once you have a child, or once you start to look out for somebody else, you care about somebody else and how they're going to be mm-hmm. perceived when they get our age, you know what I'm saying? Then it becomes more mandatory. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't give a fuck about politics if I had my daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't fuck about none of this shit. Voting, none of that. I mean, I was a registered voter and I did vote. But I don't really, I didn't look into it like I look into it now. Right. And but I, we need people to look into it then. I'm going to leave and my daughter exactly. will remain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I said this two podcasts ago, whatever we voting for right now is not affecting in this moment. It's affecting right. what's going on four to five years from now. Right. So if you're not seeing that, if you're not understanding that, then what you voting for? What you doing it for? Don't That's be mindless. I voted for Biden over Trump. If I wanted to affect my life right now, I would mm-hmm. voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Let me uh, read a few comments. Uh, uh-huh. Nate said they set set up so we don't have good history. Kev said it's not surprising. Most people didn't know about the about Tulsa until the Watchmen. Right. Um, and Kev also which is said, a great show by the way. Yeah. I, not, not I know. I keep hearing. I had you told me about I it. I can't find um, the, the link on Facebook. Kev also said part of the taboo aspect comes from respectability, no, um, respectability politics. And trying to be proper for white people's comfort. Oh, mm. facts. And let let me. We all gotta call white America I, for some reason. And let me get a give a uh, a plug in right right fast. Not everybody's bad. Not all white people are bad. Just like mm-hmm. not all black people are bad. Right. But what we're saying is that the the history that most black people want to know. Not all black people have a chance to get to. Mm-hmm. And the ones that do are mostly high-powered people. Not all black, majority are mm-hmm. white or of different nationalities. What are we going to say white? That have the, the power to let this information seep out. And they refuse not to. So this is like saying if one bad apple spoils a bunch, do you throw away the entire bunch or you get rid of the one apple you get rid of the one apple but that's the case then why would we do it with people that's a great question because you control more people control more it's infectious alright but this infectious is good okay if so, one person's a crackhead in the family you want to destroy all of them you make sure he give crack to everybody else hmm. but if he's influencing them to do something better then they knock him off right I was watching it was a clip of a movie that was going around on uh, Facebook and 
dog. It, he was a, even though he was a white man, he was really black because of his mom. His mom was a prostitute, and his dad was a white cop or something like that. And he was at the table with all these white people, and they were saying like, you know, you can only build up a a black man so much, and when you build him up to make him think he's accepted by white people, his own community doesn't uh, ostracizes him and doesn't relate with him anymore, doesn't fool with him or deal with him anymore. Then he tries to turn to white people for comfort, but they're like, you never really fit in or uh, accept it. So now he's ostracized and he's alone by himself in the world because no one wants to deal with him, black or white. And he's done all this to build himself up. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, I, 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 I've felt that way at times. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I can still be a nigga. <laughs> right. Oh, I still <laughs> okay. a white man tell me to my face, you are incredibly too intelligent to remain at this job. Keep pushing. Mm. Okay, plain and simple. Came out of his mouth like he was so shocked that I was this intelligent for a black male with dreads, and that's only because of what the media portrays him mm-hmm. of a black male with dreads. You know, once I sent him down, today, I got like a five year plan. He looked at me like, "The fuck, you know what a five year plan is?" Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just how I attack what's going on in the world. And see, they don't even give us enough credit for to think that we think that way. The because media. they are, it, it's, the media. Saying, it's, it's the media. It's the media. It's stereotypes to portray. These stereotypes need to be broken and torn down. And it's still, what's so crazy to me, it still doesn't matter how many black men are killed by police, how many black men are done and killed this way, or killed by the hand of a white man. And the they still like, well, he deserved it. Well, they believe the media 100%. 100%. Like they never would lie to them, bro. I remember when I worked for, uh, uh, the cable company, and I went to this old white family's house to fix their TV remote. God bless their soul. Nothing was really wrong with their cable. It was just on the wrong input. They hit the button wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Saturday, college football is on. So they're talking about football, LSU, all that kind of stuff. I'm an LSU fan. Mm-hmm. So I asked them about the NFL. I said, who's your favorite NFL team? That man said, we don't watch the NFL. Mm. I said, what? He said, I'm not going to sit there and watch them disrespect my flag. Mm. And I was like, the the the, <laughs> the black man in me wanted to educate him on what was going on, but I was like, you're already setting your ways. So it's no, it's, it's no reason. Mm-hmm. You you really believe that those people are kneeling just to disrespect the flag. Mm-hmm. That's like, we don't like America. Let's take a knee. That's exactly what you believe. You don't see nothing else because mm-hmm. that's what the media has betrayed, has betrayed, put out there. And they never came back to retract those statements after seeing why this is what Kaepernick was kneeling for. And then here come the NFL, you know, when, when the whole George Floyd situation happened and everybody, because I was pissed off about that, here come every company, we are with our black people, we're going to do the blackout, we're going to get rid of Aunt Mama, Uncle Ben, and all this extracurricular bullshit, that's cool, but we need real stuff, we need the constitution needs to be rewritten, it needs to be changed, laws need to be changed, policies need to be changed, stuff needs to be changed. I'm I'm, I'm with that, I'm, yeah, I'm like full. They and they can, you See, can. They can't read. They they I can't say can't. They don't want to rewrite. They want to amend. Amend is putting a patch on something that's already leaking. Right. The problem is they refuse to do the amendments. They refuse to to put those laws in. That's going to say yes. This was here. Mm-hmm. We're not taking it out. Taking it out. 
but we are replacing something that was in it. Mm -hmm. the, the the main main problem about this all, all this is the power of the few have more power than the many. Oh yes, we, it's what five families that run this country at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, sub families probably more. Yeah, but in true, how can I say? In true, uh, true fashion, it's really about five. Mm -hmm. Get the good five. And if you really want to be honest with it, those five family five families have royal blood in those families. Mm -hmm. This is the same blood that went through England. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I had a man tell me, literally to my, I was we were talking about uh, politics, mm -hmm. and I know it's taboo saying that people don't want to talk about politics. Well, this was at work, and this is one of my old bosses. And I told him before we got started on this, I said, you sure you want to have a conversation with me about this? So he looked at me with this strange face like, yeah, let me see what you're going to say. It's going to be probably something, let's be real, a little niggerish. Mm -hmm. It's probably not going to make a lot of sense. So me started breaking it down for him. And this is before I had dreads. So uh, this is me with a, a smooth waves and everything. Uh, really breaking it down for this man And he was like I don't think I ever had A true conversation with you Jamal I said I know you didn't Oh my goodness. Like he looked me in my face like I don't think I had a true conversation with you before I said I know But it's okay I mean now I'm about to go back to work It be done <laughs> They be so shocked that you're intelligent And they I be swear. so shocked that you've carried on looking them this long. long. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Because then they think they get to thinking about like, what the fuck have I done around him that he knew what the fuck was going on or they knew what the fuck was going on. Oh. Yeah, we just don't say nothing. I mind my fucking business. Man. I tell everybody, look, I'm, I, I'm a lot smarter than I look. And my parents, the people that raised me to be this young man, are probably a lot smarter than you and your parents. But, I can play the role mm -hmm. as long as you play yours. I can do what I got to do at this job to get my paycheck and go home. As long as we don't get outraged about anything, this, that, another, we cool. I'm not going to be that that stereotypical just angry black man coming through, coming through and just tearing up shit. But I will give you a verbal ass whooping. Mm -hmm. I remember my grandfather took me to like a school board meeting or something or whatever. And my great uncle was on the school board at the time. And like, I don't know if it was the superintendent or who, but they was like trying to make a mockery about, you know, certain kids in certain areas and all this kind of stuff and, or whatever. And my uncle simply, you know what I'm saying, was like, I'm far more intelligent than you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's got the breaking it down and everything. Like the dude got mad. Then like my uncle who was just, Slim as hell, mm -hmm. you know. Look, malnutrition. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, you don't think that he's in his right mind and can, you know, put together the things he put together. That's just really. I from then, that's when I knew that, that people really don't believe we're intelligent as we are. Exactly. Because of what the media paints, all you see is ignorance of, of yeah, people and stereotypes. who haven't reached the points we have yes. reached yet. Those people still have the capability of being just like us. It's just uh, their surroundings and their environment. And I just had this conversation. I was like, you know, they always talk about, oh, the rappers this, the rappers that. I was like, you do you you do know in order to be a rapper, you have to have some type of sense 
smart. The rappers that I know, T.I., Jay-Z, Jeezy, these people have turned their money into other things, investments, all right. kind of other situations. So And and they were still them, themselves going into these rooms to get the they job done. They were themselves done. while portraying to be something else. <laughs> Matter of fact, y'all bring up a great, great, great point. I'm going to segue into, into this. Mm-hmm. Do you know that same mind frame, right? Of being something for something else, taking money that you've gotten, let's just say illegally. Mm-hmm. Like I might have sold a couple packs on the side. I might have made got twenty thousand dollars from it. Mm-hmm. I've not taken this twenty thousand dollars and built a legitimate business. Let's just say trucking or a bakery, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You do know back in the nineteen twenties, thirties, and forties that these same businesses now that you see in Cal- in uh, Chicago and New York were built off of. Bootleggers, mm-hmm. pizzerias, built off bootleggers, exactly. drugs, things like things of that nature. I mean, you do realize that these businesses weren't always the same. Legit- they did the same, same, same thing. No loans. Yeah. No loans. I mean, you had recessions, famines, all kinds of stuff back then. They were literally getting money from illegal means, and they turned that money into legal solid cash. Uh, yeah, legal means. America's so scared, so scared that we're going to build and not need them. I mean, we already built. But we don't need them. That's what I don't understand. You don't want us here, <laughs> right? That's the, but they so they don't they don't but want they, us, but they need us. They need us. They don't want us here, but they need us at the same time. We just don't know how valuable our dollar is. Mm. I really, I, I really get upset because like I we we've been having this conversation privately, publicly for years, and it's just like what what what's the plan? How do we make sure right is done by this young man? Not the white guy, but Raynell. Right. How do we, what do we do to make sure that that's done right? Don't know. I mean, I wish, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what avenues to go, go through it's not and things like that. Because it, I'm right? Mean, they will, right? <laughs> right? Because it, I hope he gets in front of you. Because it, it, it can't be another march. It can't be marches and riding and all that. That's not, that's not getting anything done. This is allowing this us to release our frustration, aggravation. Right. You need a movement. Mm-hmm. You need to be. It, it ain't no what they're doing is what's being done. Mm-hmm. And see, how do we stop it? What's being done? How do we stop what's being done? Because we know it. Right. We, I, I see. I, I'm not. Yeah, the, not the the that's cool. That, that's cool because they they see us. They know where we can police that. Mm-hmm. We, we can make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. But once you start moving the way they move. Once you start putting people in place and all that kind of stuff, then it's different. Like, whoa, wait a minute. See, then, then you need numbers. You're gonna need numbers. You're gonna need more, more people in the same positions of, if not higher, mm-hmm. in higher positions to well, really make those moves. Start to write laws to get, get us out of but see, the people that write those same laws, you have people that can write the the same laws or not fight them in the same battlefield that they own. Man, so that's the problem. You don't, we don't have no people. We don't have enough soldiers in those fights. So recently, I was um, in this group panel, whatever the hell, and they were talking about Atlanta and how Atlanta is the black mecca and uh, things of that nature. And you know, Atlanta Atlanta's had a black mayor since what the the seventies, I believe. I want to say it's about the seventies. And um, no, they had a black town for sale in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah. These uh, black families that bought their land, you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, oh, they, they, they did buy it. Mm-hmm. 19 families got together and bought it. 
That's oh, yeah. dope, though. Yeah. Dope. I, I, I heard it on the uh, podcast, Iron Your Leisure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Ooh, a, it's a black podcast. Two people really talk about, you know, money moves and people that are, you know, black businesses and how stuff come about that you might not have known mm-hmm. that black people own and all that kind of stuff. Like a black boss, basketball player that really wouldn't work in Wendy's and now he owned like 24 of them, sold mm-hmm. it. Now he's a distributor for Coke. Like Coke, Pepsi products and all that kind of stuff. Like the mo- the money moves he made and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's yeah. that's super dope. Bro, I learned a lot listening to that podcast. I a lot listening to that podcast. Like how much money George Foreman made off the goddamn George, George Foreman? Foreman? You know he, he actually, that was the last thing he was just like buying. He's yeah. Like, it was well, some... He I can buy got this. this pitch because he used to eat two burgers before every fight. The dude that made the grill was like, I just need you know, somebody to endorse it. That man said, put my name on it, give me a certain percentage. He made so much money, they bought him out. Because mm-hmm. they didn't know it was going to be that big. But it's just money moves, like... Yeah, so, it is what it is. Yeah, and they were talking about like how they're aligning with government there. So they're trying to get Stacey Abrams in position. You know, if you keep the people that if you as long as the influential people keep a relationship with the political people and certain things can change, certain things can move. That like that's that's what was the whole premise of this conversation. And I was like, damn, bro, you know People want to change though. I'm like, why can't Alexandria be like that? And I think about people who are influential and I think about all the social groups that are here but they just choose to use their influence for something totally different you know what I'm saying instead of we all come together and be on one accord we even really all gotta come together it all could be like look hey I'm I'm gonna come have a meeting with your social group I'm gonna have a meeting with your social group and make sure that we all on the same page People want to change. People want to. People want to progress. You know, mm-hmm. even though no matter what they did in their life, if they live to see a certain age, they want to progress. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I watched that versus battle between Jeezy and Gucci, man, I literally said, Jeezy is a totally different person from what he, he totally to different person. You know what I'm saying? All, all the slick shots that Gucci sent to him. You talk about ah, this is ten thousand dollars. Let's talk real estate. Let's talk business. Let's be men. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. The only time I, I the, the only real growth I seen in Gucci was at the beginning and at the mm-hmm. very end. And at the beginning, when he said Stacey Abrams, everybody took it as a joke, but he was like, you can wipe my record clean. Mm-hmm. In my mind, if you got all the money you want and everything, why do you want your record clean? What is that keeping you from? Mm-hmm. What, what 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 level are you trying to reach? Right. You it's probably the same level that Jesus is all young. You know what I'm saying? Well, but what's stopping him? Besides the record. But that's all I'm saying. Like, what, what on your record is stopping? What's the move you want to make right. that you can't make because of your record? That's what I want to know. That's that's what my mind went to that, where everybody was laughing, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga a fool, mm-hmm. which he is, but he might have been dead serious because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get somewhere else. And at the end, when he was like, you extend all the brands, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that, that's another growth session to me. Mm-hmm. And the way that Jeezy never even interacted with all of this stuff that was going on, that right. was growth. Cause it ain't in me yet. <laughs> Cause I would have took the bait. <laughs> I took it. I failed the test, bro. Off, off dump. I, I, I either failed it, I either failed it flat or the pacifying color. I know either you got one, one more time. Bad off. Mm-hmm. People just don't know how people are moving. When they were talking about Jeezy ain't got on no ten thousand dollars. You you know what that man wears every day? That man wears a suit every day. Mm-hmm. You don't think not one of them suits costs ten thousand dollars or something? I can have four suits. But people see what's wrong with us. We value the wrong things when it comes to materialistic stuff. Right, right, right. I don't even shop. That's true because I I blew a lot of money. I blew a lot of money. 2011, 
Uh, I blew a lot of money on clothes. Clothes I still hadn't worn. Still, still got tags on. Mm-hmm. He ain't lying. But I don't even shop no more. Mm-hmm. I just don't lying. care. It's just literally, like, literally, he got shoes that uh, he still ain't worn yet. We gotta live our lives and and stop living our lives for others, because like when you're trying to go out your way to impress people, do this, do that, do that. Like what? Are, what are you impressing people for? Mm. What? Are, That's what, I be. what is this for? How much money are we gonna make for this? You're right. <laughs> but every every conversation that we've all had as a collective, like, okay, how can we make money out of this? How can we do this? How can we do that? You have to think. In that manner, and it's not to make money to stun on people. It's to make money. It's to, to make build. money to build because we got bigger goals as a collective. I think <laughs> I think we get confused in the I I I instead of the we we we, we, we we we. People don't know how to strip the ego and not leave for a moment. Like in our in order to be an efficient leader. I feel like you have to lead it sometimes. And you also need to like, well, sh- I'm going to fall back on this one and let you lead. And I'm going to take, you know, right. ride with you. The best you leaders have- will follow us at one point. Right. Right. The best leaders will follow us. Right. You know, that's, that's important. That's key. Right. You have to know where you came you from and know where you're going. We watch people so much. Yeah. You learn how to do it so so quickly. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we are highly valued consumers. But I think that we are just as valuable as producers. Mm-hmm. That we don't see that our full talent is to make, not just to consume and eat. Right. And if we really put that in perspective and we really find something that we're really passionate in, mm-hmm. we're going to go through hell and hot water to make sure that we do what we need to do. Even if it is for I, if I have to do this with you to make sure that not only you eat, but I eat too, and you see the benefits coming? But that's another thing, too. Oh, I don't like that nigga, Brian. And you'd rather be like, I don't like this person and it's going to stop you to make money with this person or move forward. Never that. I'm cordial with that. Bro, I know how to be cordial. I, I know I, how to be like, okay. I know, how to cord, I know how to be cordial and I know how to check them numbers. Yeah. Numbers right, and I ain't got to be a nigga. Uh, I ain't got to come out of, I ain't got to come out of pocket. But as soon as I, as soon as something just, uh, uh, that's one point missing. Out of place, then we gonna we'll have to get. Yeah, this to the point. I tell you, yes, look, bro, we ain't got to be cool, whatever. We just got to handle this business. Business. Like that. mm-hmm. That's what it is. You, you agree to what you gonna get out of it. I'm agree to what I get out of it. It's beneficial for both of us. Let's mm-hmm. go. Nay said, thrift, thrift store me, please." She said, "You gotta be teachable always." Right. Yes. Always. Never think you're better than. Another person. Trying to be the dumbest person in the room. I I think it's weird that people want to be the loudest, the brashest. I heard a uh, I was reading a book one day, and it was it said something to the aspect that I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. The smartest man in the room doesn't always speak. <laughs> the loudest man in the room will always will always make himself known. Mm-hmm. The quietest person in the room will always make sure that their voices are never heard until need to. Mm-hmm. Until, until need, be. need be. So, if we take that into consideration, like, you go, have you, matter of fact, this is the question. Have you ever been in a room with million dollar people? Yes. The problem with this. As in, like, they have a billion dollars or a million dollars in cash, or, you know, their mindset is worth it. The mindset, yes. The problem that a lot of people think that having a million dollars, you're going to show it. 
You're going to see it. These people. It ain't just regular. Regular people. Sit down, have conversation. Because, bro, that fame is fucking stressful. Ooh. <laughs> fame is fucking stressful because people will be t- expect you to maintain what they think of you at all, all times. times. Don't think don't nope. think much of me. You know what is <laughs> truly funny about that? And it was weird. It was weird for me to uh, to hear this from this person. I, I, I was looking at a uh, a commercial with Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. and she was really driving in a car just talking. And she was like, I'm sorry. That, like, that, that little catchphrase, oh, that's hot. And she's like, people want you to be that all the all time. time. They want you to be that, that, that dumb person. All the time. And what's so crazy? She said she played a role of being a dumb blonde just to be accepted, mm-hmm. and changed her voice and everything. She recently came out and said that. Do you know mm-hmm. how much money this that, girl that, has made mm-hmm. off of that catchphrase, mm-hmm. that slogan, that mm-hmm. statement? Let alone that this woman literally has what fourteen companies that she owns. Mm-hmm. Not only her perfume, but her clothing line. Mm-hmm. Not her clothing line, but her shoes. Her dog has a clothing line. Are you shitting me right now? You mean my my punk ass chihuahua can be dressed up in Paris Hilton damn their clothing, mm-hmm. and literally she's making money off this saying that's all. Exactly. But you'll never know that this woman is intelligent. It don't even matter that she she has people working for her. She had the notion and the mind frame to put people that's gonna work for her right in a position to make money for her. Like bro, are you kidding me right now? We always expect dumb people to be like, oh man, he ain't doing nothing, this that another. He don't know what he really doing. Uh, oh, that's, what, that's how he act in real life. Like, do you know what goes on when the camera's not flashing? So, since we're talking about black people right now, um, this a black business owner went viral. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. A few days ago. And this man was in his business and... I can't find the... I gotta go to Kim's. I gotta go to Kim's. So before I before I play his pause before I play this speech before this part happened there this is a brunch brunch setup and they playing all of our hip hop music music of our culture maybe Stallion City Girls um, Meek Mill all all the stuff that we know we love to listen to turn up X Y and Z there were a group of young women that were in this particular brunch spot restaurant and they were on his tables dancing and twerking and he went over to them nicely i believe two times to tell them hey stop don't do that then that's on camera but this is what went viral after me telling you twice nicely press play i invested a lot of money Buying this building and to developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a look, stop the music, please. Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to prime, take it to pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to pr- provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. I don't 
Yeah, bro. So did they leave? I don't even know. That part I don't know. They probably stayed. <laughs> they probably stayed. So <laughs> you can leave like like you said. He had a you, you can leave. So I don't need your money. This week this goes Jeez. viral. People begin to drag this man wow. and his business because of what he said. You just said the important things. Mm-hmm. This man business. business. If you have a business, mm-hmm. the, you you have your rules set up how you want your business to be ran. Right, right. If I tell you or you tell me, man, I don't want no drinking a liquor in my business. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see me with a cup and it ain't liquor, I mean, you see me with a cup and it ain't water in my cup, you got the right to tell me to get the hell out of my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, get the hell out of my, uh, my business. Mm-hmm. So, if I want to abide and stay in your business, I'm going to follow the rules you have set for your mm-hmm. business. There's no disrespect to you, but I have rules for a reason. Exactly. And so, and I was like, it ain't, it's not what he said, it's how you said it. Because I, I get it, the shock value. Get the fuck out of my business. I, I get that shock value. Like, whoa, damn. But if I've come to you in a nice way to tell you, hey, chill, don't do this. I've come to you twice. You done kind of forced my hand. Also, like, people were really, people were really like, you win since when you can't twerk at brunch. I see you never been to brunch in D.C. da 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 Bro, I've been to brunch in various places. We've even thrown a brunch. Okay. So you can you I feel like you need to read the room. This ain't the establishment for me. I don't care what the music is that they playing. We all can sit at the same like, hey, okay, yeah. But we're not gonna stand on the tables and twerk and cut up. We we you know what I'm saying? You can certain it's certain places that you can do that. So when I'm looking at this man place and they were also pulling up the prices of his uh stuff and the menu, it put me in the mind frame of Morrow's place in New Orleans. A black establishment, something of this same caliber. They play the same turn of music. But while we were there for brunch, while we were there for lunch, they were playing their music. Nobody was up twerking on tables or on the bar. I've been to Broken Egg Brunch. Um, that's a brunch. Yeah, I've bro, been to Broken yeah. In New Orleans. Right, this is New Orleans. Home of the Bounce music. Home of the Bounce. They didn't cut up like that. that. I've been to, to Broken Egg Brunch. They, and that's a brunch, but they weren't playing our type of music. But uh, Yeah, Embers. Embers. <laughs> I've been to Big Little Cup. I've also been to Seaside in Houston. Now, see, Seaside is a different horse. Of a different color, cause they yeah they play that music, but they they encouraging that in that environment. You know what I'm saying? So like, you gotta read the room. So I'm going to this branch like, oh okay, these people in here they chill, they 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 turn, they turn on music, but everybody not turning up. So you know I'm a, I'm gonna act accordingly. It's more about the music vibe than right. the you gotta, uh, you gotta just... the environment that you. But see, here's the thing. If we don't, if we don't, if we turn up in in places like this, I don't see a baseball player swinging a bat in the china shop. Mm-hmm. I could do you one better. <laughs> I could do you one goddamn better. There's a church here I went to that played back that ass up instrumental. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What the fuck is going on? Now I know there's a time and a place for everything, but this is no other time. No, 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 no. Okay. I did not proceed to lift 
around for any woman backing that ass up. Cause we're in the wrong place for that. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck is going on with it? Hey, thirdly, I stand behind the owner. Yeah. I do. Four hundred. And what was killing me? 100%. People were claiming that this man was anti-black, and I was like, how? How? See, uh, me. <laughs> Next thing, over him. You want to go pay for five hundred, Alex? No, <laughs> but people saying he was anti-black because he said, "Okay, no fuzzy slippers would be allowed into this establishment." It was like, sir, he had a dress code. That's loud. That's loud. Also, setting a standard. You don't so, know who's in here. Exactly. So you don't. So the same way we want to hold white people accountable, we need to hold ourselves as a culture, as a culture, accountable. Right. In my opinion. So if he's saying, "Hey, I don't want you coming here with the fuzzy slippers, ladies. I don't want you to twerk because I want the men to respect you in my establishment." That's how. I, that's where I took it. I want. I want the men to respect you in my establishment. You can do whatever, however you feel, but in my establishment, I want these. I want them to take you serious. I want them to respect you. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. You know, because sometimes, I'm not going to say all men, but say just say a man in there, he see it. Oh, she twerking. Oh, she loose. Oh, she ready. ready Even ready. though you not ready. She yeah with the yeah. It's his assumption. Oh, she right. ready. And so now that could, alter, that could escalate and go a whole different, you know what I'm saying, direction. So I really feel like, it was more so, I'm trying to keep you women. He said, he knows his demographic. 75% women come here to drink, eat, turn up with their homegirls. So in in my case, I'm here to make sure y'all safe. And nothing happens. And then I'm not held liable. Because this thing, she fell off the glass table. It was a glass table. She fell off. Who she finna sue? The black man. Exactly. Black man who own a restaurant. You ain't gonna right. see anybody well, now else. She try, she, now she trying to own it. Right. They said, yeah, he might have all daughters, so I support the owner. Definitely. Uh, it was just so funny for three days. I my was. My don't twerk, bro. <laughs> oh, God. My daughter does not twerk. She ain't with it. My daughter was in a uh, a talent show doing the whipping and they When them people dropped it low, she stood up. She stood right there and watched them. Right there and watch them until they got right back up and she joined right back right in. Right back in. <laughs> That's not what we're going for. Bruh, you got to have rules. A said, this is why I have rules when I have a private party or set up a section and people get mad when I enforce them and or talk about those that do not comply. You have to respect people's property. You have to. Fuck them people. Do you want me to come into your house and, and just... I don't know. Take books off the bookshelf. I mean, you don't, you throw don't DVDs come, around. You don't come in your house and not be able to hold my liquor. For real. Right. I'm, I'm throwing up. Every, I'm, I'm knocking shit down. I'm getting aggravated with everybody. You Do you want me house, to come in your play. house like like mm-hmm. that? Same rules apply. Same rules apply. If I'm making I'm making this clear at the door. Look, man. I got this, 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 this. You break your body. Man, and I'm saying when I tell you, man, for the past three days. I mean, I even had a tweet. I was like, are we still? Dissecting twerking at brunch. I mean, we not dissecting twerking. <laughs> no, but I was just saying like that's that we was not the twerking. We just, we dissecting this at brunch. I don't give a damn if you gonna shake your ass or not. It don't matter. It's what matters is is what matters is you're doing this in this man's establishment. Right. We can say this woman's establishment mm-hmm. because what if it would have been a woman on the restaurant that said the same same thing, thing to you. 
if you're gonna do it and not respect the 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 laws or the rules that's inside this restaurant, you don't need to be there. You don't. You can go eat brunch somewhere else. You can make mm-hmm. brunch at your house. You don't have to come to that man's establishment and do that. And he's and right. He said it. Yeah, what he said. You ain't gotta come here. I don't need your money. Go to Prime, go to Pink, wherever you want to go. That's cool. Right. In the couch to the asleep. valley where the girls get naked. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you got to do. You know, it's me as my, my motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> Not around my niggas, you ain't. <laughs> you, you, you really have to take, look at it from a broad spread. And then people were like, so it's price list was put out and they were dragging. It was like $125 for a plate with like pork chops, mac and cheese and some other stuff and lamb and. It was like a whole platter. And I'm like, I'm not paying $125 for this. And, oh, well, don't. Well, and don't, don't go. You, don't, don't go. Don't come. It was $10,000 for Did a that ain't for you. Right. You're trying to live above your fucking means. If you ain't paying it, it ain't for you. Right. And uh, I think it was like $10,000 for a section, which that's astronomical. But if that's what he want to charge, and he know that 10 people going to come to get Man, this you section. you don't know what extra going to come with that. Right. It might just say what's on that bad minimum. You don't know what extra going to come with that. Matter of fact, if this is if this is what that I think it is. That man might walk in the kitchen and say, stop everybody order. Fix this first. Yeah. <laughs> you first you first serve, you everything. But mm-hmm. what, I, what I wanted to get, with, uh, get at was this. Mm-hmm. We're we're saying this, and we like I say we pull out this man's prices. We talking about everything this man is doing. Bro, broke him down like that. I mean, if we breaking all this down, and you look at these prices, like I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay. I don't think this is for me. Yeah. Why would I go? Take mm-hmm. McDonald's. McDonald's got a price for dollar menu, dollar menu, dollar menu, chicken nuggets, uh, hamburger, spicy chicken, mm-hmm. uh, Big Mac, Oreo McFlurry. I mean, you got all these prices you can afford that. Why go here? Uh, H also said the owner spoke to them nicely twice. They weren't receptive, so he spoke the language they understood. And 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 look, I bet you everybody got it. They got the message. You heard him. Whoa! I bet you everybody understood him then. I could be me while portraying somebody else, and now you really gonna see a nigga. You really gonna see. And what's me so crazy? Come out. Business was still booming well, after this. The music. <laughs> oh, it got real. Hold up, cut, 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 cut it down, cut it off. It, it wasn't none of that. Pull the plug. <laughs> That's it. Right. God damn it, party over. <laughs> <laughs> Down to go. Down to go. And what's so, what was so <laughs> crazy is that the day after that and continuing on, his business has been packed and flourishing because there because, are people. Bro, you can't pay for the publicity he got. No. Look. And it's people that want to be there now. That yeah. This is an environment where I can feel exclusive. Exactly. I can come and hear the music I want to, eat mm-hmm. good. And I ain't got to deal with none of this bullshit because the only going to get on their ass? Yeah. I'm with it. I don't need to say nothing. I'm with it. I don't need to say nothing. Ain't no need to file a complaint. Another. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I love trap music. I love bounce music. Me too. I love music. So that means I can enjoy a good rap song. What it doesn't say is I can enjoy a good rap song in somebody else's establishment. And go all out because I didn't hear nothing of you buck. Glock 40. And bust a Glock 40. Mm-hmm. Well, here, nothing of you buck <laughs> while trying to eat me this uh this expensive-ass lamb right. sautéed rice. Like, it, it, it doesn't mean that. It means that I can enjoy myself. So, so like, want, to bring it all to bring it all together, my thing is if we're gonna try to hold other people accountable for how they treat us in our culture, we also need to hold ourselves within our culture accountable, accountable. of our actions and say, like, hey, bro, we need to have some type of standards about ourselves. Right. And right. that's not to conform to to white people or anything. 
It's just for for our, our own appeal. I think that's what people <laughs> they they get that confused and messed up. Yeah, because they think we trying to conform to somebody mm-hmm. else. But we just trying to put make sure that we have standards for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's it. If I if I know I got some pride with me. I'm gonna make sure that I I handle myself accordingly. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see a full blown nigga come out of me until I'm just it's you know what is that? I'm up, I'm up. Let's go and get this done and over with. It's gonna take it's gonna, gonna take some time. It's the only way you gonna have to disrespect me directly or somebody I love directly. Mm-hmm. Okay, for for me to get there that fast. And they said, and what he said last wasn't that bad to me. I could do way worse than that. And she said, low key and classy yeah, suits and dresses. Yeah, yeah. I do way worse and less words, less time. Man, this is second, what fifty three seconds? Yeah, I can do it in thirty three. Flat. He it's like he still took the time to explain to you why right. he making. That. Let me explain to you why I'm saying this. I know they came twice. You didn't listen. They the showed time, it. That video ain't go viral. Third time. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, flat out playing something. Straight up there, got the grabbing place. I've reserved the right to refuse service to anybody. <laughs> Your meal has been compensated. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> you guys, open table. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say to you, bro. Ship them on out. Mm-hmm. Right. And they say, we can be uppity too. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Big I mean, facts. That's, it's, I mean, it's, it's easier ways to do it. And that man took the easiest way possible. Twice. Three times. The most respectful way he could. And, and, and did it with all... A showmanship with mm-hmm. all kindness, with all gentle, gentle hands. I mean, not I mean, open palm. However right. you want to say it. All he did all he did uh, all he needed to do necessarily for the simple fact that he knew he had other people in his uh, in his restaurant, and knowing that he had a respect and a way he wanted to handle his restaurant. And if you want to twerk, go to the brunch that's for the twerking. Like I said, Seaside Seaside is in Houston. Why would they, you know? man? Seaside is set up for all it. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's set up for all that. There are, and y'all. They happen to serve breakfast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> big, big, right. This ain't a breakfast restaurant. Right. Wow. <laughs> that place, chat music. This right. This is a club that happens to serve breakfast. Right. So y'all come in and eat, turn up, eat your eggs. There is a difference. There's a total difference. That's tragic. That's truly tragic. Right. Damn, I don't know how to act. Right. They, they wanted to make him the bad guy. That's why they chose to make their por- portion viral. Exactly. I mean, they still made sure look stupid. Nice try, though. So we talking about our music. We talking about trap music. But who is the most quotable rapper mm. for you personally? Quotable. <laughs> I'm always quoting Boosie, y'all. <laughs> I'm always quoting Boosie. I got a, I got a bunch of them. I got, a, I got, a, I got a couple of them. <laughs> but Wayne, to Wayne, another. It really one. depends on the, the, the circle I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on the scenario for me. Mm-hmm. If it's like, no lie, no lie. If it's Boog, <laughs> if it's AJ Felton, mm-hmm. I'm going straight with like battle rap quotables. Yeah. yeah. Like, we all watch battle, battle rap. rap. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> once I say the quote, they know or they finishing it. Yeah. You know Smack White, let's get it popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we playing the game and everything, it's straight, you know, uh, battle rap quotables. Uh, but other than that, probably Wayne and J. Cole. Yeah, but I listen to so much music. I literally, I could be having a conversation, and I'll I'll wait to the part of the song they would come on that fits the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and say it right in right in time. Like I'm not gonna lie, I would quote Boosie. I rap old Boosie all the time. You know what I'm saying? But I li- it. But again, like you said, I listen to so much 
music. Right. Music has definitely influenced me as a person, period. So, um, but that's who I'll go to. I'll quote Boosie. I mean, I, I'm not. And I, like I I'm, I'm with Spade because honestly, truly, it, it all Wayne depends too. on. Oh, Wayne. I can do a whole. Oh, yeah. Bro, Clear the Set is like my number one favorite song. Y'all can press play on this shit. I'm riding. <laughs> I need a hat, girl. I'm riding. Come on, what's up? <laughs> I went on a date with a guy and I rapped Clear the Set and then I never heard from him again. again. <laughs> I, I ain't read the room. That yeah, wasn't yeah, time that for me to do that. Place. He like, he like, oh, she way oh. too gutter for me. And I was, oh, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I, and I ain't even that type of person. It's just, I just like that song. <laughs> he felt like my life is in danger. <laughs> you be into it though. You I know. Around the passenger seat doing all that. Doing all that. And that man was just, let me just make it home. Oh, Lord. Oh, let me drop off. Make it. I just gotta drop off. I just gotta make it though. <laughs> I mean, I, I quote, I quote Two Chains, I quote Battle Rap, I yeah. quote Wayne, I quote, uh, quote uh, Jeezy. I mean, even Gucci. It, it's just so much. It, it all depends on, like you say, who I'm talking to, mm-hmm. the scenario that we're in. I mean, I see myself more with like Battle Rap because the people I'm, right. I'm, I'm around, we all watch the same things. Right. Even my twin sister. Shout out, uh, Jaquita. Hey, shout out to your sister. Look, man. Thank look. y'all for your, the dressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But uh, <laughs> it, it really surprised me one day when I found out that my twin sister listened to battle rap. And I was like, yeah, man, I've been watching this battle rap lately. And she said, oh, who you watch? I said, what? <laughs> I couldn't even get it. Like, who I was going to watch out? I was just, you listen to battle rap? Word? Oh, you didn't see that. Uh, And it's a twin thing. Yeah. Like, you, we'll, we'll say something. We'll just catch the end of it. And I was talking about the verb in, in hollow battle. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about another verb battle. Shout out to uh, A-Verb. But, uh, dude, it was just so funny. And she was like, yeah, I done seen that like three or four times already. You know about this rapper hit it that another? I'm like, damn, I got to catch up. I mean, Quita didn't, didn't pass me up right now on mm-hmm. people I listen to. And she didn't seen this battle, seen that battle. But it's just it's just funny because we also, not just speaking on, on rap battles, but I quote philosophers because mm-hmm. one of my – my biggest thing is I like philosophy. I like history. Mm-hmm. So I I quote a lot of those things at time to time, and a lot of people just look at it like, damn, you know that? Let yeah. me Google that. That's true? Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, I I seen it one day. And it, it's surprising to people that you can quote we more can than just diverse. rap songs. Exactly. We diverse. I, I, know, I know verses, but I know proverbs too. Mm-hmm. Not only do I know... Uh, rap battles, I know the gospel too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it it all depends on who I'm talking to to try to get my point across. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not just a young man out here just trying to work for a living. I'm trying to live while I'm working. Mm, that's a total difference. So I'm honestly trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can. But I mean, I understand that we need some kind of uh, what's the uh, what's the word uh, some kind of Fun in it, yeah. So, Again, diversity. Diversity. We need some kind of some kind of difference in between. That. Right. So I think I I really realized that I quote like almost anything when I quoted AJ to himself. And oh I yeah. Realized I did it. <laughs> he finished it. Yeah. We be playing Warzone, and if you play Warzone, you know it's like ten thousand dollars to get a loadout. 
So once you get everybody get their money, you just drop the bag. This was, and I was like, if he get a bag, I split a bag. And he was like, right, and like he finished, and I was like, nigga, that's your lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, like, damn, I'm, I'm quoting you to you. I'm quoting you to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, bro. I mean, I I won't people understand. Like, dude, we literally. Talk about these things bro, on oh, on on games. Mm. Yeah, we we literally laugh, joke. We talk about important stuff. Movies too. I oh. do that. I mean, <laughs> what movies? Are we, what genre are we going with? It don't even matter. I'm good for the movie quote, <laughs> especially from Django. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we riding or what? <laughs> bro, I tweeted the other day. What I was you like, saying? <laughs> What she fought? I was like, I said, what gift or what scene comes to mind when I say Django, bro? We all bust out her. Shit, for me. Don't ask me your <laughs> mind for, for nothing. nothing. <laughs> that's the best scene in the movie, man. Bro, that's the best scene. I movie, really bro. do think that these people had these conversations like that. That was classic. Oh, classic. Fuck with my eye holes again. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I think I just made it worse. Well, it doesn't matter if you can see. All it matters is what goddamn horse can see. <laughs> hey, Robert, can you see? <laughs> Not, Not too good. Not too good. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Bro, this is classic, bro. You said if I don't move my head, I can see you a little bit. When I'm riding, everything's just moving around. I'm just riding blind. <laughs> Bro, it, it we gonna be saying this with our like grandkids and shit. Like, what the fuck? You're right. Talking about, Press bro? play. Watch this movie. They still got uh, DVDs. Put that in. Watch this. Oh it's the most racist, funniest movie you ever seen in your life. <laughs> Had an actor named Jamie Fox. Legend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna be saying that. We gonna be literally quoting these mm-hmm. to our kids, and they gonna be like, "Damn." I don't think I would be saying uh, that. I don't, I don't think I don't think that was good. It's funny as hell, ain't it? It's, it's, you like it, don't it? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Did y'all watch Kevin Hart new uh, stand up? Oh yes, indeed. I haven't. I haven't. Kevin Hart just. What you? What you thought about it, mine? I thought it was pretty funny. It 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 had some funny parts in it. Now let me be frank and let me be clear. It mm-hmm. wasn't as funny as I've seen his stand ups. Yeah. But it still was laughable. So, um, I'm I'm right there with Spade. <laughs> it was like, eh, like it was some funny parts in here, but it wasn't like, oh my god. No. Ah. But see, Kevin Hart, his his stand ups have never been like that to me. Y'all, and the only the reason first three were, were the best. Yeah, and the only reason why I watched it, y'all, because of all of the bullshit that was around it. Come on, bro, it's jokes. But I'm like, damn, you know, it, it can't be that bad, man. They okay. There's an app called Clubhouse, and people were shout in this house. Bro, shout out to Clubhouse, real talk. I've been, I've been going to school on there, but that's neither here nor there. So it was a room on Clubhouse dedicated to Kevin Hart. They were like, Kevin Hart is not funny. This whole in this group, these people, man, bragging Kevin Hart, talking about he ain't funny, he ain't this and. This man pop in the room. He pop in the room now. He sit. He sitting now on you listening. Listen to y'all go hard on him. Then they brought him to the stage, and the whole energy of the room changed. Wasn't y'all just dead talking this man? I mean, then. Kevin. Oh man. Whoa. I mean, hey man, it's nice to meet you. I'm really right. Sis, but that last shit went funny. Right. 
Right. And Not so, me. and that's what he said. He was like, he tweeted after he was like, I loved the criticism. He said that he said that's what the app is designed for, and I loved it. I love to connect with real people who are not in my circle, who would not even who would never have the real chance to sit at a table with me. Yeah. I love yeah. seeing and hearing you what they had one, to you say. Don't want yes, man. He said I love hearing that. Now, see, now then it turned to a different dynamic when they brought up this specific joke that we're getting ready to play here that he talked about his daughter, and that's how the whole black woman statement got, you know entangled in this whole altercation and I was like oh wow let's um, we're gonna press play you see their development they're getting older man oh. daughter told me she likes this boy named Matt to get her dad I like this boy named Matt oh my god he's so cute he makes me laugh I want him what the fuck does that mean <laughs> what does that mean I want him what, what the fuck are you saying little girl should I tell him if that's how you feel, honey? Tell him. My daughter goes to school, tells me how she feels. She comes home. Dad, oh my God, guess what? Matt likes me back. We're a thing. Good for you, honey. That makes me happy. Do me a favor. Keep it in the kid's face, though. Okay, Dad. She comes back home two days later. Dad, I don't like Matt no more. I like this boy named Rob now. He looks better. He makes me laugh more. That's who I really want. It happens, honey. Sometimes you think you like somebody, then you meet somebody else, and you realize that's the person that you liked all along. It's called life. Make it happen. Move on. Be honest with the other person. All right, Dad, I love you. Keep it in the kid's face. A week goes by. Dad, I don't like Rob no more. I like this boy named Tim. Instantly, in my mind, mm. I said, my daughter a hoe. This is hoe shit. Holy shit. Ball head hoe. Hoe activity right in front of my face. I immediately called the hoe that I knew from the past. <laughs> So this joke was saying this that joke went viral and women were like, you know, why do you think it's okay to call your daughter a hoe? And I was like, I don't and before watching it, I was like, damn, he called his daughter a hoe? I was like, damn, that's that's kinda fucked up. You know, I'm I'm thinking this. That's why I'm like, let me go watch this, right? I'll watch it and I in my mind, how I took the delivery of the joke, I don't think he called her hoe. He was just a trigger for him in his mind. Like, whoa, she like boys. And then now she like multiple boys. As a man, I don't know how to deal with that because this is my daughter. This is my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't think he called up. I mean, it's jokes. It's literally jokes. Matter of fact, to be more honest with it, mm-hmm. it's a joke of his, his perspective. Yes, Nate. On <laughs> what he thought. People, my God. <laughs> You know Bernie Mac for that whole milk and cookies joke, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. know he really got, like, to the point of his nieces and nephews didn't want to fuck with him. Wow. With those jokes. He had to really butter up and kiss ass to his nieces and nephews for these jokes. But when they grew up, they even laughed at the same jokes that he had to butter up for them 
to make sure that they understood that it was just mm -hmm. me doing my job. I just mm -hmm. made fun of a situation that was in my life that I took that was funny. And I feel like if his child this was okay with it. could not even be the whole situation. This could be a fragment of the yes. situation that I added on to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She could have literally came home and told him about one, one boy, boy. And he was like, what if she come back and say somebody else? Right. What if she come back? Uh, a scenario. That's a joke. You know what I'm saying? You just took one fragment of it. So I don't think he called his daughter a hoe either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a joke, man. And I was like, damn, people take stuff so serious and literal these days. But then they don't take the same situations that they either going through the same the same energy. Exactly. I, I just looked at it as perspective like when men come to their daughters, they are protective because they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want these niggas in these streets missing, missing up my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, nah, this is my, my daughter going to punch you in the face. <laughs> She's 11 years old. She's 5 foot 3. 120 pounds already. She gonna punch you and kick you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was just like, I think people just took it so literal. And then for them to switch up their energy, I'm like, bro, keep the same energy. I'm in here listening to this shit. I'm like, where, where's the energy that y'all had before? Nah, he been ain't funny. He's been so detached from the culture, from the black people. And I really think that he's telling jokes from his perspective from his life as right. every comedian does as every comedian does hey this is what's going on in my life this is what i'm dealing exactly with. and you have to think like you have to think like sometimes we're not on the same playing playing field like this man is on a whole nother level he got money and this then the third been through the voice got caught cheating, yeah you know what I'm saying? Been on <laughs> right you're dealing with stuff the best i can deal with it comically yeah you said it. You said it uh, right the first time. You said fame is a very interesting, stressful. stressful thing. I don't want to be famous. <laughs> I mean, you think about the average man who gets who gets a divorce. I'm ignore the shit out of y'all. I'm doing well. My ignore game so strong. My <laughs> best does not get to me. People right. still ask me, "Hey, you you live in Alexandria?" I'm posting the same gift every yeah. time. <laughs> this is exactly what I came for, sir. <laughs> Your opinion don't matter. Cause that's what it is. It's an opinion at the end of the day. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 glad that you feel like you have a voice that'll make it matter. Right. <laughs> you know and that's exactly what he said. It's pu publicity either way it go. Come, podcast. You and, can pay too off of it. And come, <laughs> and come to find out. Kevin Hart is an investor in Clubhouse, in the Clubhouse app. Mm-hmm. You mean so let me get it straight. You mean to tell me that the same guy who literally Heard y'all roast the shit out of him <laughs> right. about his so-called. I mean, his his, his new his yeah. new stand-up that eventually y'all went to go see because y'all wanted to see how interesting y'all how messed up it was. I was one of them. <laughs> he literally sat back and watched y'all go at him on the same same app or website that y'all that he's actually investing in. Yeah, he literally played the shit out of y'all. Basically, he literally played the shit out of y'all. Well done, Kevin Hart. Publicity well and marketing, bro. You can be, you can do Check marketing. Me. You can do marketing from every this angle, is chess, good or bad. Not checkers. Y'all, y'all still trying to jump kings. I'm trying to get your queen. Right, but nay, they did. The app crashed as soon as Kevin Hart came on. The app started glitching and crashing. Cause all of a sudden, everybody who was on the app, you getting messages, you're seeing on Twitter, people live tweeting about it. They're like, wait. And they jumping out. Trying to jump in. Because, well, first, the clubhouse is invite only, too. Oh, that's dope. It's an invite only app. And in order to 
you know, have access to this platform, someone has to invite you. In. It's invite only and it's exclusive to iPhone. Oh, yeah. To iPhone. Damn. To, yeah. So you got to have an iPhone or an iPad to even access it. Well, first you got to get the invite. Right. First. <laughs> first. That's truly dope. He played the shit out, y'all. Well right. done. I was, and after I said, damn, he invested in Clubhouse, I went to go like, let me see who I can f- invest, but it's not public yet. Because I was like, I definitely would invest in it, too. Mm-hmm. Give me some shares. Mm-hmm. Was right now, the app only has 100,000 100, users. And the, the best thing about to me for this app, there is, there is a lot of people that it, it eliminates six degrees of separation. Because it puts you in the same room, same platform as a lot of these celebrities. A lot of these people who are making money behind the scenes. It puts you in. And they're teaching. They're giving information. They're giving knowledge. Like I, I was talking free about. Game. Free, free game. game. You got to tune in. It's going to take some time. You're right. They, they be talking. Oh, they be talking. They be talking. <laughs> like I was. A room. It's, it's really the only uh, app I have notifications for, and I'm still getting seven to nine notifications a day. Yeah, me too. Different rooms coming up, who popping in, the, and it depends on who you following as well. Mm-hmm. Because you can follow the people. I'm, bro, I was in the room with Jermaine Dupree. This man talking about how he first went and got corporate uh, cards, and some nigga went and bought a car. On the card. On the corporate card. Damn. <laughs> Like, he's telling real-life stories. And like right. He, he was like, that's the way he seen Russell Simmons move. Like, he went and got, you know, corporate calls for all these people. His head all. He's like, so I did the same thing. That man, one of my, <laughs> this nigga I know, you know, gave him a car. He an AR, made him an AR. He's like, that nigga went and bought a car. That man said, I made, <laughs> I made little John an AR. He didn't even know what an AR was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, he asked me what it is. <laughs> but I made him one. <laughs> It's just so it's so much on that on there. Like to today, for instance, today I'm I'm on the app. They talking about how to grow your podcast, how to you know things you need to do and stuff like that. And who hops in the room? Joe Budden. And if y'all know behind the scenes, like I'm a huge Joe Budden. Fan. I've been following Joe Budden since he was doing blog TV way back in really? like '09. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, he in here, and he in here dropping gems. And he was like, the biggest thing you got to do is get the tools, so basically invest in yourself. Get all the tools you need so you won't have to depend on nobody. For like, this, I mean, answering everybody's questions. And what pissed me off, I'm in line for questions, and I can't even ask my questions. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all okay. Because a couple people, some things that I wanted to ask, others were asking. Mm-hmm. And so then it may he somebody even asked him, like, are you trying to expand your platform, your podcast platform? And he says, yes, he's interested in podcasting and other things as well when it comes to production. That's dope. We got films. We got script ideas. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we're going to work with you. <laughs> yeah, quite a few. So it's just, it's just like, so it's, I've just been taking it all in. Like, that's why I haven't really just been on, I've been on social media, but not really. i just been sitting here just listening to the Soaking game. Soaking up information. I'm like, Soaking okay. Knowledge. This, this is this is nothing to take it to the next level. Bro, they literally had like three or four A&Rs listening to people play their music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got 30 seconds, play your song, go. Go. 
Wow. <laughs> but pe- people can't take criticism. People can't take feelings hurt. No, people won't. Yes, man. Yeah, like right now. My I, shit um, fire. Your shit trash. Go back and do something. Else. I got. You. I was talking to this lady. The lady was in there. It was another room. It's like Instagram. Grow monetizing your social media on your own. So she has offered the free service. Everybody who was in the room. It was like forty people in the room. See, I like going in the small rooms. I like going into the big rooms. Like forty people in this room. And she was like, look, make sure y'all DM me on Instagram and connect with me. What I'll do is do a social media audit. She's going to I'm gonna watch how you move, how you post on your social media for the next three or four days. I'll give you a true audit, a true look, a true investment of what you need to do to turn your social media around. Who? Who ain't DM her? Because I did. I was like, hey, yeah, can you audit mine? She said, you'll hear from me in the next three or four days. I'll be monitoring and paying attention to everything, how you move, what you post, how you post, what it looked like. Like, she's going to go down to the T, down to the wire. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. For the free. We, we <laughs> always talk about, or I say we always, but mm-hmm. most of the time we talk about having somebody to teach you the game. Right. These are free teachers. Bruh. And Free so, teachers. and what I, well, another thing that I've been doing, because I know it's not, it's an invite only app, bro. I've been screen recording some stuff, bro. This is gonna help you right here. Air, I, hey, this, this should, this should benefit you right here. That's dope. Who I'm inviting? Spade. Let me invite you right here, cause we, our future one oh six app getting ready to come back. You see what I'm saying? That's dope, man. That's, that's bro. I love it. I love it. That's, yeah. just, that's dope, man. You can yeah. Damn, that's wild. All right. We got real serious. Like I said, I didn't even know I didn't even know about uh a app like that, let alone people that are re- listening to listening to their, their real idols mm-hmm. and hear them talk. <laughs> right. And I mean these are people that you had never talked to on, on the street. Right. And they're literally giving you advice of, of how to make not only the thing that you like to do better, but to improve your life Bruh. if you if you take it as seriously as they do. And really just put forth the effort to make it happen. Bro, that's dope. Bro, this man literally was telling us how he produced he produced Trey songs and literally from the ground up built him built him as an artist. And was given the game plan of what, what he did. He was like, This was he said R. Kelly. He said he had R. Kelly and R. Kelly mimicked everything Aaron Hall did. And what R. Kelly did got fans. Look, sound, however. So Trey Songs wanted to rap and he wanted to sing. And he said, you can't do both. You got to choose one. He chose to sing. He said, we're going to mimic you off, off R. Kelly. And that's what, and I was like, damn. We started saying the songs and comparing. So I was like, dang, I didn't, I didn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. But I gravitated to it because I liked it. Familiarity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, he was like, it was so many things that when he wanted to change with so many songs, but instead of fighting me on it, he listened. I was like, "Damn, that's 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 the biggest thing." Listen, and now, now he's making money doing other things besides singing. Exactly. I'm even gonna go to the ask a lady. Oh no, I'm lying. We ain't finna ask lady. I got a, a relationship thing. Why we up here? Oh, listen, listen. In my group, me. 
All right, so this screenshot went viral. This young man screenshot his text message to this young lady that he had uh, been talking. Uh, she laughed at it? Yeah, she ha ha <laughs> that he had talked to him. She had asked him, can we cuddle tonight? And in, in, instead of saying yes or, you know, I'm down. Right. He said, I ain't even going to lie. Um, or lead you on or ignore you. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm going to be as blunt as possible. I'm really not attracted to you in that way, and I'm not looking to have sex with just anybody. I'm just being straight up with you because this is the second time you've asked, and I kind of curved you, and I don't want you to feel bad or unwanted. I'm looking for a certain vibe, and you weren't it. Somebody else might love you, though, and I'm sure they, I'm sure they do, but don't waste your time on little old me because it won't go anywhere. I'm always open to be friends, though. And he posted this screenshot, and then he said how she got upset about it, and then the internet started roasting this, roasting him. This man was up front. Uh, ain't that what we want, ladies? I don't know. Is that what y'all want? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. As I, I was not. like, dang, I would have respected him. Like, I respect you. Thank you. You want somebody to say, hey, yeah, I'll be there four hours later. Man, I got caught in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, but my, my fish just died. It's a real sad day. You no, know, you do that three to four times. It's, oh, you ain't shit. You ain't never lying. Yeah. Day. When you was trying to save us, you just told her up front, look, that, you ain't the one for me. Okay? And that's okay because you're not for everybody. You're not for everybody. Wow. I respect that man. I mean, that, that's an easy one for me. I mean, I respect, I respect the honesty. So. Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever been? My cousin, man. <laughs> I was to say, have y'all ever been in this situation? Have I ever been the honest person? Mm-hmm. Of course, I know. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I already know it's you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Wow, you stupid. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Whoa, I just told him right after, like, you know, and I don't think I'm gonna ever come back here. Damn. Why, what happened? Just, yeah. I'm sorry. Alone. <laughs> 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 crazy. I mean, everybody's been honest at some point like that. I mean, you right. had to. You, you've had to been. Bro, like, I really feel like honesty is the best policy. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure it's stoned. Right. You know it, it probably is. It's why I slapped it at first. Who's like, oh. And then she probably came back with some old, you thought you was the only one response? Because, mm. you know, ego has been hurt at that moment. Mm. She got to let your ego and pride to the side and be like, damn, you know, if I wasn't for him, I wasn't for him. At least he was honest with me. Right, no time wasting, no love lost. Mm-hmm. Got to start wasting people's time. She mm. probably just wanted some dick, though. That's what it is. Her dick appointment fell through. <laughs> Last resort. Last resort. Mm-hmm. You wanna cuddle? Say, nah, I'm good. What? Motherfucker. You, you <laughs> good. I can't believe I wasted my time yeah, on my last. On. <laughs> you good. How uh how old girl did it on uh the best man? I'm emotional. I'm sexually frustrated. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> can we just cuddle? <laughs> nah, it's over. Done. Done done. All right, so this is, let's do this escalated question so we can get up out of here. 
It's from Sneaking and Geeking. And it's a dear true lady, as a man I messed up, I might be the father of ghetto twins. I have two ladies pregnant at the same time. One is my girlfriend, and the second chick was a slip-up. Me and Shorty had history of smashing and dashing. About four months ago, I decided this was going to be the last time because I realized my girlfriend was the one. Fast forward to now, my girl is three months pregnant, and Shorty sent me a a text of a sonogram saying she is pregnant as well. I really don't know what to do. Is it wrong for me not to want to have the child with her? I really don't know how to handle the situation because I already know my girl is going to be crushed. Hmm. Woo! That's deep. So you told her yet? <laughs> I mean, you might well just go ahead and get it out. Of we gotta rip that bandaid off, bro. Yeah, you, this shit gonna hurt. And I ain't talking about the e e e i part. Mm-mm. It's gonna hurt. You wanna do it before the babies get here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you wanna do it before the babies get here? Uh, yeah, you gotta tell your girl. You gotta be up front. You, you gotta be up front. Like this gonna hurt. You gotta tell her like doing a breathing exercise. No. <laughs> You do know you gotta live after that breathing exercise. Cause yeah, somebody ain't gonna be breathing. You want her to already be breathing. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> so, her to be, calm what's, what's the class called? What's that class Lamar's. called? Lamar. Lamar. So, in the middle of Lamar's class, hey, babe. Yeah. yeah I just wanna tell you. Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Uh, remember that incident? Breathe out. There you go. I got another baby on Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Boom. She gonna hold her breath. Bay breathe, breathe, <laughs> breathe. Just, you gotta, are we going until early in the morning? She just might. I mean, this it is got, a big it It's gonna. She gonna swing. Something's gonna happen. It gotta be told. You gotta get it out there. You you just have to write a letter. on do make a movie. Shoot make, a a video. <laughs> make a video. You want Why is videos, every, everything about making? You no, know, make a video. <laughs> Because you ain't got to be there for them to find out. <laughs> Bruh, I say if you do, her water going to break. <laughs> wow. Baby mama's 20 week apart. Years a week apart. I can't make this up. Damn. You got to, oh, need and giggity. Hey, bro. Uh, you got to be honest. I mean, uh, we already said it. You gotta you also gotta let the other girl know her. Hey, look. Oh no! But on the cool though, before I tell my old lady, I'm getting a DNA test. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but do you you how you get the DNA in the baby in the womb? You can get the DNA. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I think it's after, after the first trimester you can get it. Dang, June say get those twins is a hurting feeling, but it is what it is. Yep. You just gotta go. You I mean, it wasn't hurt. It wasn't hurt when you were sneaking and geeking. You a ghetto twin? Damn. Damn. Ghetto dreams. Me and my sister two weeks apart exactly. Damn, y'all two weeks apart. I'm on the fifteenth. She on the twenty ninth. Oh damn, damn. <laughs> so basically, this is your story. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is your story. I mean, it. It's, it's it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. No no doubt about that. Yeah, like you said, get the DNA first. I mean, it wasn't hurt when you was sneaking and geeking. I right. I to get the DNA test first, though. You know what I'm saying? Out of respect, but 
Nigga, you the DNA test. Yeah. I found out it was mine. Well, how you know it might... This is it. Well, how did it... Look, man. Look, shit happened. We went vibing at the time. Then you went... used the one. Last time, boom, boom. You know what right. I mean? Right, right. I know niggas that was struck that last time when she come up pregnant, boy. I fell for them. Mm. Ooh, that's that hurt. Trash. And it's yeah. crazy because it's like... I knew this was going to be my last time because like, my girl is the one. Like, they got to be that hurt. Damn, why did I do it? <laughs> With your one and one, you got two. You got two. Yeah, my only thing in this situation is to be honest. I get the DNA test. I think have a conversation with the girl. Like, hey, look, come on we, up. We're not gonna have relations after this just because you have my child. You got, you know, put stuff in action. You got to put your big boy in boots on and keep it trucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I've seen right. relationships come back exactly. from a lot worse. They say whatever route you take, if it's yours, don't neglect that child. Facts. All facts. We'll find out if it's yours. <laughs> right, right. Dang, June say explaining ain't gonna help. Shit. I asked what they ain't gonna do it either, but make you feel better. Hey, right. Try, just try. Shoot a video. <laughs> Trust me, somebody gonna somebody gonna chase your ass in that fucking video. Look. Pack up a lot of your shit. Mm-hmm. Put it in the car. Get you a you know overnight bag. You know, about a week or so. The, the overnight whole bag. Run to the store real quick. You know what I'm saying? Put this movie on. For, watch this real quick. Right. You know she gonna call you. Yeah. You'll know whether to come back to the house or not. <laughs> Bring your shit Be back. Be prepared. <laughs> you know what? I I I didn't watch this movie 14 times. Oh. You can come back. I ain't going to kill you. No, nah, she going to kill you. Yeah, no, bitch, tell you that. Don't go. She better not go. You better not go by yourself. You better not go by yourself. I'm okay. Okay. The Real poli- life, true story. The police coming with me. I'm just letting you know. Well, you don't have to come back then. <laughs> yeah, you know. Woo. I'm <laughs> the Airbnb in there. I'm going to find me a new apartment. I'm going to move in. I'm moving I'm, tomorrow. I'm going to take care of our child, though. And her child. Because <laughs> I know you ain't going to want me back. But she might. If she she sort to it. Then, uh, that's a hard one to come back from. But you're going to have to be honest. A little suspect, Chris. A little suspect. <sighs> so y'all got anything that's coming up on y'all in? Christmas. Anything y'all working on? I had a couple plans in the works. Matter of fact, me and Kim, we we, we talked about it. We mm-hmm. discussed it a little bit. Me and, me and Spade and, and talked about it a little bit. So mm-hmm. next year might be kind of interesting. And in, I have to, I hate to keep saying it, like post-COVID. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to make some moves and things like that are going to happen. But I see I see some a light at the end of the tone. So oh, definitely. It's going to be pretty pretty smooth next year, hopefully. Yeah. Spade, are you? I'm just shooting a lot of videos, man. A lot of commercials coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, music videos dropping. <clears throat> Shout out to the artists that signed me. I only do exclusive video music videos for two artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no need to DM me. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, but a lot of commercials and stuff. A lot of dance videos. Me and my uh, shout out to Katie. Shout out to uh, Ray- Rayon. Uh, we just gotta about to get it moving with these dance videos and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some shoots coming up too. I got a shoot coming up in January, uh, so look out for that. Be dropping it probably in February. Okay, and of course your girl, the true lady. You already know where to find me. Uh, such a lady eighty five on everything: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. I mean everywhere. I'm really 
Working I'm out. I'm the- really working out my social medias right now. Right. I'm on IG. I'm only on Yeah, I was uh having a conversation. I was like, I might need to do a social media class or something of that nature. So I'm I'm trying to work some stuff out. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Alright, y'all, and we out. See y'all next week. Easy.